You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm a little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 45, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello, I'm back from vacation. That was like the fastest seven days of my life. But I can't complain too much because I read a lot of books. Uh, And speaking of books, I want to tell you about today's sponsor, one of my favorite books of last year. Today's episode is sponsored by Flatiron Books and The Fact of a Body by Alexandria Marzano Lesnevich. It's an intellectual and emotional thriller that is also a different kind of murder mystery. The Fact of a Body is a book not only about how the story of one crime was constructed, but about how we grapple with our own personal histories. It has a rave from Paula Hawkins, who wrote The Girl on the Train. She calls it astounding. And Celeste Ng says The Fact of a Body is equal parts gripping and haunting. It was a book riot best of 2017, and it's now available in paperback wherever books are sold. Part true crime and part memoir, this well-written and intimate book is for fans of podcasts like S-Town. And I know you heard me rave about it a whole bunch last year. It's so good. So again, that's The Fact of a Body by Alexandria Marzano Lesnevich. Now, let me tell you about some great other books. Uh, This week, uh, I mentioned a book on the main show uh, called Belly Up Stories by Rita Bullwinkle. Just fantastic, weird, gross, awesome short stories. I finally finished it. Uh, I loved the whole thing. And it's put out by A Strange Object, this tiny little press that is just doing great things uh, with books. And I wanted to mention a few other small press books that I love. Like, that's going to be my theme for the day. Because why not? Um, first, starting with not only small press, but a small book. Uh, and I can't actually say the title of it. I'm sure you've heard me mention it before. It's Mother Foxing Sharks by Brian Allen Carr. Uh, it's a little novella. It's about uh, sharks that come up through the ground and eat people, uh, sort of in like this Wild West setting. Um, he wrote Sip last year, which I talked about a whole bunch about people who get high uh, ingesting other people's shadows. Um, I just love his stuff. It, it's like these sort of like psycho grunge westerns. They're so fantastic. So if you like really strange, fun, sort of Sharknado books, then Motherfoxing Sharks is the one for you. Uh, I also want to mention Almost Crimson by Dasha Kelly. I'm like 99% certain I spoke about this book on the very first episode of all the books, and I want to mention it again. It's about a young girl named Cece. She lives in poverty with her mother. Her mother is a single mom. She battles depression. It's very hard on Cece. Um, Her mom needs her all the time to be there for her and to take care of things. And it's sort of then when Cece grows up and how she breaks her codependent relationship with her mother um, and becomes her own, like, strong young woman. But also how she struggles with the guilt, you know, that she feels like she should take care of her mom. But, you know, she needs to get out on her own and do her own things. And, like, where the line is that, you know, you have to, like, put your foot down and say, I have to do these things for myself now. Um, and about how, you know, family is a privilege, not an obligation. It's a beautiful book. So that one, again, is called Almost Crimson by Dasha Kelly. My next pick is Alice and Freda Forever, A Murder in Memphis by Alexis Coe. This is actually nonfiction. Uh, it's a true story. In 1892, a 19-year-old woman named Alice, who had been engaged secretly to another girl named Freda, uh, she murdered her in broad daylight on the street. Um, Freda broke their engagement, and Alice was heartbroken. Not that that, you know, makes it okay for what she did, but um, she, Alice, uh, slashed Freda's throat right in the street, um, and everyone saw it. It was like this very sensational murder. Everyone was obsessed with learning about the trial. 
Um, and the, the courtroom was packed, but they had to clear the courtroom when they talked about not the horrific murder, but their relationship because they thought that women could not... They had to clear the courtroom of women, I should say, because they didn't think that other women could, could stand hearing about two women who were actually in a relationship. Like, that was not something that they could get their heads around. So they had to make sure that the women, you know, with the delicate constitutions left the room before they could talk about, you know, lesbians. Um, it's, it's just the craziest story. Uh, Ida B. Wells, the famous African-American journalist, makes an appearance in it. She was in Memphis at the time of the trial. Um, and Alexis Coe is just a fantastic historian. She's on TV shows. She writes articles. She has an amazing Instagram account where she does these hysterical stories about, you know, old uh, people from history who, obviously they're old, um, who, like, do crazy things or, like, the truth behind the stories of these famous people. She's really cool. And they're in the process of making this into a movie with Jennifer Kent, who directed The Babadook. So I look forward to seeing that. So again, that is Alice and Freda Forever, A Murder in Memphis by Alexis Coe. Another nonfiction pick is A 20-Minute Silence Followed by Applause by Sean Wen. This is a very slim, beautifully written book about Marcel Marceau. The I'm going to go with the most famous mime in history. Um, and it's about, a lot about his background. Like, I didn't know that he was a Holocaust survivor. He was in the French Resistance. Uh, and he then became a very famous mime, started a mime school that, you know, tons of students went to, and she talks all about this, but, like, in this very poetic language, and it was so fascinating. I had no idea I was going to be this interested in Marcel Marceau. So, again, that one is called A 20-Minute Silence Followed by Applause. My next pick is Vow of Celibacy by Aaron Judge. I loved this book. It's about a woman named Natalie, she decides to swear off sex until she can figure out her life. Like, her relationships don't seem to go anywhere. She can't find the one thing that she's looking for in a relationship. You know, she doesn't seem to connect with people. Um, and she signs a, a form saying she's not going to have sex until she figures out her life. And she has her best friend, you know, co-sign it. And so she's trying to, like, deal with her feelings about her figure, about her future, about why she ends up in these toxic relationships, uh, and she's, you know, trying to get that all worked out while her BFF has a secret blog that is very, very popular. And she's trying to decide if she wants to tell her new beau about this secret, like if she wants to reveal her identity. Um, it's very, very funny. Erin Judge is hilarious. And it's bi-positive. It's body-positive. It's such a fun read, but it also has so much substance. Um, I just absolutely loved this. So again, it's called Vow of Celibacy by Aaron Judge. And today, for my dealer's choice, I mentioned this, I think, on the podcast, but I didn't really go into it. I read Frankenstein, like I said I was going to, and I did, because it's the 200th anniversary. I've received so many books uh, from publishers this year um, that are like retellings, that are like nonfiction books about the science behind Frankenstein. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And first of all, I didn't realize that Frankenstein was so short. I mean, it's only 280 pages. I had no idea. And I'm going to be honest, I am not a huge fan of Frankenstein. I didn't like the movies. Um, I watched the Broadway adaptation with Benedict or the London stage adaptation with Benedict. And that was okay. And when I watched that, I was like, what is all the stuff with the Arctic? I had no idea. Um, and I, I loved it. I couldn't believe it. Um, it's... There's so little science. I was thinking it was going to be, like, this really boring, like, here are all the technical details about, you know, how I created this figure. 
when I got to the first part where he was like, um, so I got some parts and I made this guy and then he got up and I was like, ah, and ran away. I was like, wait, did I just miss like a whole section where he talks about like reanimating this corpse and how he did it and where he got the parts? And no, it's just like she just breezes right over it. It's such a drama. Like, it's just, it's like a soap opera with a reanimated dead guy. I loved it. So if you've been wondering about Frankenstein or wanted to reread Frankenstein, I highly recommend it. I give it two reanimated thumbs up. So uh, that's it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you again to our sponsor, Flatiron Books and The Fact of a Body by Alexandria Marzano Lesnevich. Thank you uh, for listening. I'm happy to be back, even though, of course, I wasn't missing last week on my vacation. But hey, whatever. Um, You can listen to a list. No, you can find. No, not listen. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, Steinbeck and Malay, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Franzen Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Jen Northington and all the books to tell you about the week's great new releases. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs> <laughs>